Welcome to the Artificial Intelligence Podcast with your host, Dr. Tony Huang. I talk anything and everything that has to do with AI, ML, and data science. Welcome to the Artificial Intelligence Podcast with your host, Dr. Tony Huang. Um, here today, I have an exciting guest. His name is David Finkelstein. He is the co-founder and CEO of Dex. Um, David, would you like to do a, a quick introduction about yourself? Sure. Thank you, Tony. It's great to be here. Um, yeah, so history, background of myself, uh, I am a 28-year veteran entrepreneur um, dating back to 1994 when I started an internet service provider and uh Worked my way into ad tech after selling that business, uh, uh, operating uh, a company called Contextual Ads, and now founder and CEO of BDEX, where we uh, use uh, both identity as well as AI and ML to help uh, brands, agencies, and media companies understand and reach consumers better. And so that's uh, the core of what we do. Oh, very cool. So you're in the the CTV uh, industry, right? The connected TV industry. Yeah. So we work in all areas of ad tech and martech. Uh, CTV is is definitely one of the growing sectors that we're working in today. Uh, helping brands uh, reach people uh, across CTV is definitely a big part of what we do. Cool. What's what's the background on on the CTV market? Like like how big is it? Um, like what do you guys do? Who who do you guys target in that in that uh, industry? Sure. I mean, the CTV market is obviously a massive growing market. A lot as people start moving away, and they have been over the past few years, right, moving away from linear television uh, to a variety of different types of CTV, whether it be ad supported or subscription. Um, and so, especially on the ad supported side, there's this opportunity, right, to reach consumers uh, through a you know, really a different media that, that uh, has never really been quite as targeted ever before, right? In linear TV, it was always difficult to target advertising. It was always done on, based on general demographics and things like that, but you couldn't really hyper-target. And so now with CTV, I think what you're seeing is, uh, especially uh, with respects to um, the changes that have gone on with ad targeting and, um, you know, privacy policies and all of that and, and, there's so much that has sort of evolved in the CTV industry that is making AI and ML become more of a factor in how we target advertising um, in that media. Uh, how, um, what do you think about, um, or can you give, it, give us a little bit more background as to why consumers are switching from the, the linear TV um, like methodology over to the, the connected TV industry? Well, yeah, I mean, Look, for one, there's, you know, if you're talking about the consumer, consumers are switching over because it's more dynamic. Uh, it gives them the ability to watch where, you know, where they're programming from wherever they want. Uh, they have the freedom of choosing whether they want an ad supported um, TV product or subscription TV product without advertising. Um, so that's, I think all of that is helping consumers move to, to this medium. And so that means advertisers have to move to it as well. And so advertisers are moving to reach those consumers in this new media, but they're also seeing that it's it's a much more dynamic media for reaching consumers because now you can get real feedback. You know, it was always very difficult to not only to reach consumers through linear TV, but also to get feedback. Like, how is your advertising working? 
you know, how do you know that a consumer is is somehow responding to your ads? There's a lot of branding on linear TV. And where CTV, you have the ability for someone to literally click through an ad um, and actually get, you know, some immediate feedback, um, on, you know, of how that ad is performing, uh, as well as coordinating it simultaneously across multiple channels. You know, if you want to write, try to reach somebody through a CTV ad campaign, you can also simultaneously reach the same person through a mobile ad campaign that might be within some other app. And so that's sort of the power okay, that's, of, of digital okay, media. That's that's really cool. Is it um is, is it turnkey right now, or is there a little bit of setup that's required to to set up these ads on the on the CTV um, uh, channels? I think it's it you know it's getting more more turnkey. I think the challenge for many is that you can advertise on a CTV platform, but if you're trying to reach the exact same audience across a mobile campaign and trying to do a full cross you know multi-channel campaign, it's a little more difficult. Uh, it takes a little more coordination. It takes working with uh, a platform that has uh, these sort of cross-media ca capabilities and cross-channel capabilities. Not all have that capability. Cool. So, so I'm, I've been given to tell that um, that you've actually developed a product around this this area. Um, do you want to talk about that? Like, uh, do you want to want to fill the viewers in on like what you've developed that's really cool that um, like alleviates a, a big pain that uh, previously, like old, older um, advertisers couldn't do. Sure, absolutely, love to. Um, so, for one, you know, one of the things that we've developed is a universal identity graph. Um, so that identity graph is universal across uh, different media, whether it be mobile media um, or even email or even through CTV campaigns. And so, by using a universal identity graph like that you get to build audiences that you can deploy across all different media, across all channels. Uh, and that even, believe it or not, uh, is, is deployable across um, the direct mail as well. So we have clients that will run a massive campaign where they will literally send you something in the mail. They will you know, send you advertising on CTV and in mobile apps. And so you can coordinate all of that so that you're actually, you know, seeing this advertiser across all the channels that that uh, you know that they can reach you, um, and what's you know what we're seeing more and more of, and what we're what we've developed is the importance of companies to be able to use uh, first party data. The you know the problem has been over the last few few years, third party data is getting more and more difficult to come by. It's, you know, with all of the legalities and, and limitations and tracking across mobile devices, even CTV devices, uh, that is making third-party data harder to compile. It's less useful, less valuable, uh, and there's less of it out there. But what we've developed is actually an application that helps you take your first-party data and not just use that to analyze, okay, yeah, you can learn a lot about your existing customers if you have first-party data, but to be able to put that into our um, machine learning engine that literally says, okay, well, I'm going to model what your best customers look like. And then I'm going to go back into the entire ecosystem of all the devices that I see out there, whether they be CTV devices, mobile devices, and so on. All the consumers, their households, and all the devices that we can reach through this universal identity graph. 
And I'm going to find as many of them as possible that look just like your best customers. And so this is where the ML comes into play. And even, you know, taking it further um, where we can, we can then continue to model that as we generate conversion. So what we do is we build this audience for you to target. And this is an audience of people based on these households and devices that look just like your best customers. They're not your customers today. They just look like they would be. Uh, and then we take that audience, you run your ad campaigns against it, and then we can further train the model. As we see new customers gain, we can say, okay, well, let's feed them back into the model. So the model can further learn about you know, who your best customers really are and continue to improve um, you know, going forward. Well, that's very cool. What, what type of uh, machine learning um, techniques are you using? using like um, decision trees, neural networks? What, what is the methodology that you're using? Um, I'm glad you asked that question, but you're asking the wrong person. <laughs> so that would be my okay. CTO. <laughs> okay, cool, cool. That, cool, cool, cool. That would be our, our CTO. So we've done, you know, we've employed uh, a number of different learning models within our platform to which we're constantly training. Um, and be honest with you, I'm not the technical hands-on guy that's actually doing the work. I'm founder and CEO of the company, but I would have to credit David Wellborn, who's our CTO, um, who would really be the one to dig deep into the, the technologies that we're using. And the, but the one thing that I can tell you is that we have tested these models and, uh, you know, we've had, uh, by testing our models, we've actually seen anywhere as high as 80, even 90% accuracy with the models. Uh, which we, you know, oh, that's very great. Oh, cool, astounding cool. results from. Yeah, yeah, those are really nice um, results. Um, are, like, how how long have you been developing this uh, the system of yours? So we're two years in the making with this technology. So we it, it started out uniquely. It started out with a partnership uh, with TiVo, uh, and uh, you know, TiVo. Uh, a lot of people don't know, you know, a lot about what TiVo does today. But everybody knows them as being the sort of the creator of DVR technology for linear TV. Uh, but today, they uh, they actually uh, license that technology to a lot of the cable companies, and so in exchange for that, they actually get some access to some viewership data. Um, but it's only a sample, and so what they were trying to do is take that sample of data where they see about I think three and a half or four million households and get a better picture of what the entire you know universe looks like and so you know we took in all of that tv data and built models around uh, analyzing this tv data to find more households that let's say for example um, are likely to be watching comedy central and then what's really interesting about that is we've been able to test those models because we are able to then take that that audience that we create and go back into the, their data and see if they are actually um, households that are watching uh, Comedy Central. And so that has enabled us to build really strong models that that uh, that are testing really well. And that's how we originally developed the technology was with this partnership with TiVo. Uh, now it's grown into a platform that we built that uh, really anybody can use. Uh, we have the ability for you to literally upload a file of first party data, um, get some analytics on that user, uh, on that audience rather, and then expand it into an audience that will enable you to uh, reach new customers across all media, you know, CTV, mobile advertising, you name it. So how, how did you get in contact with TiVo? Did you like used to work there or, or used to know someone that worked there and you got in or did you just like cold call them? But how, 
how did you actually get in front of like this, their C-suite to be able to pitch your product? So in this case, it was interesting. It, it, it turned out we had a, um, a sales consultant that was working for us and she, um, she came out of TiVo. She actually built the data business inside of TiVo. And so TiVo had come to her and said, Hey, you know, uh, I see what you're doing over at BDEX is, can BDEX help us with this uh, project? And so, you know, it, it took, you know, quite a, a bit of work for us to, to get to where we are today, but, uh, you know, after probably about six months of, of working with TiVo to understand the product and the, the project and, and what their outcome was um, and, and develop, you know, sort of the, the algorithms to do it, um, we, you know, we're able to launch a partnership with them. That's, uh, it's been a real big success. And today we manage uh, a couple of hundred uh, uh, audiences that we've developed um, from their tech, you know, from their uh, advertising data, I mean, from their TV data that we syndicate across the entire ad tech ecosystem. And, uh, and we build a lot of custom audiences for their advertisers as well. Uh, do you have any like big plans coming up with, with TiVo, any big product launches uh, we should be aware of? Um, you know, though TiVo has uh, a lot going on. So if anybody that's out there that has actually followed TiVo, they, they would see that uh, TiVo recently announced that they uh, launched a new operating system that actually goes within a TV set. And so they're looking to compete big time with Roku and giving their, uh, their operating system to uh, TV manufacturers to embed directly into the TV so that you can get all of your apps directly in the TV. Um, that competes, you know, not only with Roku, but also Samsung and, and LG who have TVs that uh, have apps built into it. And so the, the sort of grand plan there is, is to um, turn every TV into a CTV so that you can access apps directly in those TVs. And, uh, and that, you know, has a huge potential for advertisers uh, with respect to being able to reach new audiences. Yeah, that's really cool that you said that. Um, I remember back in the day, I used to, you know, take a Raspberry Pi and and load like an open source operating system, like a, like a OSMC, like open source media center on there mm -hmm. and load all, all my streaming apps on there. Are they doing the same route where they're taking some type of like ARM based processor, like a, like a, like a pie or like a, like a banana pie or something like that. And, and um, like just installing it into, into TVs and then loading their software on there, or are they actually building everything, you know, from scratch and, and, uh, and, and running like some type of Linux based system. Do you, do you happen to know any of those, the, the, this um, technicalities on, on that? I think it's actually, to be honest with you, I think it's actually an Android based system. Um, oh, and, cool. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, and they're but they are uh, embedding it directly. I think they also um, acquired like a, a chip manufacturer um, that had like a, a chip that that uh, runs software in uh, in TVs, and and so I think that they uh, you know that was all part of their grand scheme to be able to um, embed directly into televisions. Oh, that's even better. Yeah, I I would actually prefer a TV with like uh, you know the Google Play Store rather than like a dedicated Linux machine. Those are kind of like, you know, more difficult to, to for your average consumer to, to uh, install apps to. Um, yeah. That's super cool. Do, do you happen and, to know like the, the release time on, on that? Like this year, next year? Yeah, so they're already doing it. So they have partnerships. Uh, I think, think their initial partnerships are in Europe right now with some of the TV manufacturers. But uh, I know that having been to CES and uh, 
uh, seen, uh, you know, the presentations that they put together and all the meetings that they were having at CES. Uh, as far as I understand it, uh, there's a, a bunch of other TV manufacturers that they'll be launching partnerships with uh, very shortly. Um, a lot of people don't know, but TiVo actually came out with a um, with a dongle, you know, similar to a Roku device um, called the TiVo Stream, and that was sort of their introduction into into doing this, and and sort of their now they're taking it to the next level. That's cool. That that's a uh, that's also an, uh, a Google um, Android device as, as well. I believe so. Yeah. Okay. Awesome. And your and your um your the 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 product that you built. It just goes on the back end of of the T of Tebow's um, systems, right? So it doesn't really interact with um, the uh, the device on hand. It just it just does the post um, uh, processing of all of the the data, right? Yes, exactly. Yep. So we post process okay, cool. all, all the data, the the TV viewership data, and then uh, we you know we we plug that into our platform to you know, build those audiences and. and that's really used to help advertisers, you know, uh, target the right audiences. So, you know, we can see the viewership and we can use that viewership and tie it back to the household or the individual consumers, um, you know, based on the CTV IDs and know, you know, who's watched what, and therefore we can build those audiences. And then we can extend those audiences to other households that look like, just like those, those same consumers. What, what, um, what cloud vendor are you using for this are, or, or are you using um, on-prem resources? Like, are, are you um, building it on-prem or is it on like, like a AWS. Azure or, or AWS? Yeah. Oh, cool. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah. Everything we've done is, is built on AWS. Cool. Awesome. Is, is it all like fully custom or did you use like off the shelf solutions like SageMaker or, or like what, what type of um, like products did you use from, from AWS? Yeah. So, you know, we use a number of different database products and um, you know, obviously to manage all the, all of the data. Um, and you know we are, we use XGBoost as well, um, but you know the you know everything we've built is is pretty much you know uh, all proprietary uh, with respect to you know with the exception of just the the technologies that that AWS provides for for managing all of it. Awesome. So like other than the the this this upcoming like TiVo launch with its dedicated uh, TVs and 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 dongles. Um, what what else are you, what other things are you working on that's um, cool? Are you building like uh, like more partnerships? Are you building a new type of um, like engine? What uh, what's what's on the horizon? Yeah, so at this point, you know what we're doing is we're building out partnerships, and uh, the partnerships are all based on uh, sharing this capability. Because one of the things that we found is is historically, like if you look at a lot of the AI technology or ML technology that's that's kind of in the ad tech industry, you really look at a handful of companies, right? You look at Facebook, you know, and their capabilities of building look like audiences and their algorithms for targeting. Um, you look at uh, Google in search, you look at Amazon, there's really only a handful. And then you have like every other company, you have all the other ad tech companies, you have a, a slew of mid-tier marketing companies, and they're all struggling to say, well, how can we compete with these guys? Like, how can we build audiences that will help us target, you know, the right customers for our customers, you know, for, for our clients? And it's not out there. And so even on my podcasts in interviewing all kinds of people, I've learned that like there's so many of these mid-tier companies and platforms that are saying like, we want to be able to do the same level of targeting, but there's not a lot of, you know, 
heck out there to help them do it unless they build their own you know, data engineering team and, and try to build something out themselves. So what we're trying to do is democratize that, is say, okay, well, here's a platform that is really easy to use. You can literally just upload your, your file and typically, you know, you can upload a positive and a negative file as your seeds and let our engine, you know, essentially build the audience for you. And so we're going to platforms and, you know, a lot of these big ad tech companies, and I'm talking about like everyone from, you know, we work with LiveRamp and, and TransUnion, um, you know, we're, we're trying to get all of these big companies that are doing, you know, a lot in ad tech to be able to leverage our tech. So we're completely doing it as either a managed service or a white label, where now they'll be able to go to their advertisers and say, hey, if, if you can give us just a little bit of your first party data, we can throw it into this engine that is going to help us find another audience of people to market to that is going to be super you know, targeted. And that's kind of our go-to right now. And that's, that's how we're, you know, um, we're seeing the, the growth opportunity for our company. Cool. Are, are you using any um, like partnership uh, or, or like agency channels to see who like expand to, or like, are you using like AWS ProServe to get the word out? Like what, what is the, what's like the next big thing that to, to push um, awareness of, of this product? It's a good question. I mean, so far um, we've been pushing it out ourselves, obviously doing a lot of our own marketing, uh, you know, and sales with, within our team, um, do a lot of promotion on LinkedIn. Uh, I have my, you know, my own podcast, Deconstructing Data as well. And so uh, the, those channels have been really successful for us. I think we've become really visible in, in the industry and uh, uh, we're seeing more and more opportunities uh, coming to us. Um, you know, because of that, and and people are are finding us and finding these capabilities to to add value to, you know, to their own capabilities. We're not looking to be, you know, the company that's selling direct to advertisers. Uh, we we just want to be the sort of the the technology partner uh, to those companies that are doing that. So whether that be agencies or platforms or or you know various different types of uh, digital marketing companies. Awesome. Um, so wrapping there everything up, David. Um, last final thoughts, what do you think is, is going to be like the next hot thing that your company's probably going to be pumping out? What's the thing that yeah. we're going to be looking forward to? Uh, that's great. Um, it's a great question. Uh, I think that the, you know, with respect to our company, you know, I think that the, the future is in, uh, using AI, uh, more and more, um, with first party data. Uh, I think because of the the lack and and lack of reliability, I should say, in three third party data, uh, using AI for uh, first party data is where the future is. I think as an industry as a whole, I think you're going to see a lot of new AI technologies come out that are going to help target advertising across all media, whether it be CTV, mobile advertising, um, in a number of different ways. Um, you know, even if it's just um, analyzing. Uh, uh, engagement with individual ads or whether it's analyzing engagement with audiences um, or finding audiences to target. I think you're going to see a lot more in the next couple of years where just about every ad that you're, you're seeing online is somehow targeted by some sort of AI or ML. That's very exciting, um, especially around the connected TV industry. Um, well, David, it was a pleasure to have you on the show. Um, looking forward to watching BDEX grow. And as a, and, you know, as always, 
Um, I'm so interested in, in the connected TV market. I mean, I, I'm assuming everybody in the world has a TV, a smart TV of some sort. And so like everything that you're doing, it, you know, is, is fully applicable um, to everyone, really, unless you're like living in the cave somewhere. <laughs> Thanks, Tony. Yeah, it's been, been great and uh, glad I could be here and, and happy to do it. Awesome. Well, uh, thanks. Thanks again for showing up on the artificial intelligence podcast and we will catch you guys next time.